Okay, hi, we're going now. <laughs> Welcome back. We're back. We're, we're recording back. for the first time in over a year. It's been so long. It has been so long. It's, okay. We're back. Welcome to <laughs> Whoa Nessie. Whoa Nessie. This is a podcast about creatures and cryptids and critters. And monsters and uh-huh. the like. All of the above. All of the above. Yes. Plus some probably. <laughs> okay. So uh, I guess we're just going to dive right in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we do have Go. a listener question <laughs> from almost a year ago. Uh-huh, yeah. If you could pull oh, yeah. it up for me because I can't figure out how to use your computer. Okay. So do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? Um, oh, I can read it because you're doing the main stuff. Okay. So I won't make you do all that. Okay. Listener question from Claire. Uh, she says, hi guys, so a lot of the fun of cryptids, to me, is the air of mystery and the promise of undiscovered aspects of the world. I'd love to know if you had to pick which creature that is only from fiction do you wish was a cryptid or part of real world folklore? So, a creature that exists only within, like, a fictional universe that we wish that, like, people in the real world thought was real, I think, right? Yes. I should have thought about this before. I know, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> I agree, though. I, just I can edit out silence. It's fine. <laughs> well, thank you for the question, first of all. Yes. Uh, sorry, it's been almost a year since we've been <laughs> able to answer it. I also agree. Like, I, it's what I think part of why we wanted to start talking about cryptids. It's because we're both kind of nerdy in that aspect that we like to talk about things that are fantastical. Yes. Um, but also, um, I do agree with the fact that, like, it's almost like, it's kind of like ghosts in a way. Where yeah. It's like, like people maybe have it actually is real. Yeah. yeah. That's the part of the fun of it. But just less scary than ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. I think that's why I also <laughs> like it. Um, I think for me, it would probably be something from the Harry Potter world. Wow, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like a big Harry Potter nerd, but I don't I don't really feel like I am as much as I'm, some people I it's know. It's a good universe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I haven't seen, I haven't seen any of them. The second or one? Or read whatever. Is it from... It's from, like, a book, right? It's or is it a play? It's a, a book, but it's not... There was never, like, a story plot book. Oh, it's one anything. of those that's, like, in-universe, like... Because mm-hmm. it's, like, the book that What's-His-Face wrote. I think we actually talked about it movie, but I in our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so for everybody listening, it's probably, like, a duh. It's a week ago for everybody else. But for us, it was over a year ago. Yes, mm-hmm. it's been a while. But I also was thinking about the kind of animal that... Falcor is from the Neverending Story. Yes, the because, luck dragon. Yes, is that what he's called? I think so. We just recently watched the Neverending Story. I love that movie. I had never seen it before. It was very good. <laughs> okay, you also need to watch the Sweden version. Do you know what that? The wooded version. Okay, so there's a version. Okay, there's that movie, Be Kind Rewind, with Jack Black and Most Definite. I haven't seen that one okay. either. Okay. I haven't seen any movies, That's okay. I ever. haven't seen this movie in forever. I do own it, <laughs> so we should have a movie night. But it's, they make these versions, and I don't know where the word sweeted was uh, coined from. It's probably explained in the movie, but it's been too long. <laughs> and they make, like, they accidentally erase all the, like video tapes VHSs they uh-huh. erase all the videos off of them and they work at a movie store or a movie rental place oh so they have to like redo they them they redo them all and they're <laughs> called like sweet but they're really like, low budget and really bad but then they kind of people liked them yeah I haven't watched this movie in years so that sounds is, like, kind of amazing I want to watch this yes. movie now <laughs> okay so anyway and I don't think that this is even related to that and I but there's a YouTube video that's like eight minutes long that's where somebody made their the own whole movie again and it's hilarious it's nice. so good <laughs> um but yeah maybe that's my favorite that would be my answer was 
probably because he can grant wishes. And he's so like wholesome. And he. Oh no! Is it a what did I say? A wish dragon? I think it's a luck dragon, right? No, you said luck dragon. Oh okay, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, you said luck dragon. <laughs> okay, we probably should. We could just you know we could probably just look it up, but <laughs> yeah. But he flies. He's like hairy, which is like he looks really like nice to like hug, like dog like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I feel like if you were to ride Giant a dragon, dog, I would be afraid of getting like cut. Or, uh-huh. like, I don't know. Yeah, they've got those scales, and it would be, it would be, like, exfoliation and everything, but... <laughs> it would feel, but you've you got a big fluffy dragon, and mm-hmm. you could, like... You could grab onto the hair yeah. and just... <gasps> like Appa from yes! Avatar. That might actually be my Oh, that's answer. a good answer. Yeah. Appa. So, Flying Bison. But I also really <laughs> like Momo a lot, too. I just rewatched all of Avatar, <laughs> The Last Airbender. We, okay, I've been trying to get John to watch Avatar, The Last Airbender with my husband, John. I forget that we're recording sometimes. I've been trying to get him to watch Avatar, The Last Airbender with me for, since I met him. Uh, and he never has been interested because he doesn't really like, like, anime or, like, cartoons all that much. He's not really into. And he got me the entire series for Christmas. I got that for Christmas from Jordan also. Yeah, the Blu-ray. I wonder if that's where, I wonder who came up with the idea first because I bet one of them got that idea from somebody else. Maybe. the other one. I, like, was so happy I almost cried because he got me Korra also. Me too! Did Did they talk about this? Okay, now I'm feeling like this is a less special gift. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think they talked about it at all. Did they not? That's funny. Because... Okay, but, but yeah, he's going to watch them with me, and I'm really excited. Yeah. Jordan hasn't watched all of the Avatar The Last Airbender with me, but he's watched episodes of it, so he gets the general gist, but I feel like he's he still missed a bunch of, like, the really good episodes. Yeah, you have to watch episodes, it, like, But he doesn't like, order. I like to, like, binge watch, where I'll watch, like, yeah, six too. in a row, and then he, you know, wants to do other stuff, and so. Yeah. But he wants to watch Korra with me, because I think he's less Yay. familiar with it. I have never, I've watched, I started watching part of Korra, but Same. I've never watched the whole thing, so this Same. is going to be totally new yeah. for me. Yeah, so yes. we'll have to, maybe we'll do some Avatar animals. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yay. That would be a good episode. Oh, and I'm going to plug for another podcast. Uh, I'm going to listen to the Avatar State as I watch through this. Yes. It's going to be good. I've actually started listening to that, and then I forgot about it, so now I feel like I, it's too <laughs> late, though. Maybe I just need to watch I, I watch it all over again. you got to do it again. I now you own it, it, so you can. So much. And I really want all the in-between comic books. I feel like we're going on a really big tangent right now. Yeah. All right, Claire. Okay, so, the so answer- my answer... <laughs> <laughs> What's your answer? So yours was... Uh, multiple. I it just, it's hard to pick one. I'm trying to, it's a something bison. I think it's just a air bison. Air bison. Okay. Yeah. Air bison or never ending story dragon, luck dragon. My answer, see when I, we were trying to kind of work out what counted as like a cryptid in the terms of this question, uh, when we were talking about doing this question and my example that I came up with was a dune worm for something that was just, and I feel like I kind of want that to be my answer. <laughs> Okay, but where they're would so you, gross and enormous. But and where like, would you want to encounter one? Like, I feel like they could be in, like, the Mojave Desert or, like, the, like, salt flats or some, just, like, some, like, completely... I like the idea of this completely barren land that seems like it has just nothing alive, but, like, underneath the surface is this giant creature Yeah, that's terrifying. Just some crazy thing that would yeah. just come up and... Because it's so wild, and it, it sort of makes sense as something that nobody would have seen because nobody's, like, digging around in those areas. What would it Because they're so of, big. Though? The spice. <laughs> the spice? The spice must float. Have you ever read or... I wouldn't even say seen because the movie was so bad, but have you ever read Dune? Okay. Well, no. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> Forgot we were She's recording. Shaking your head. No, <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I know of them, and I've heard the books are very good. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah, it is a thing. 
But I always think of that giant worm from Star Wars. It's basically Tremors. Or, yeah, or a... Oh, no. Oh, I should know what the giant Star Wars asteroid worm is called. My Star Wars fan cred is going <laughs> out the window. It's okay, we can cut this, we can cut this all out. <laughs> yeah. Nobody will never know. know. <laughs> but yeah, giant worms, I'm kind of into. Yeah? That's interesting. I've never discovered that about myself. I'm kind of into the idea of giant worms. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool. It's kind of a cool thing yeah, because it cool. is very much so like... Like, we live in this, like, world where people seem to have, like, control over everything. But yeah, then to but have just this giant, giant thing under the just... surface. I like giant things, because my other idea that I was thinking was, like, space whales all from Star Wars. Have you have you seen that Rebels episode? I don't watch Rebels, and oh, okay. I don't watch... You should. I don't watch I any of the Rebels. animated stuff. But, yeah, there was one... There was a space whale that was this, like... We're gonna have to do a whole episode on this particular space whale, because I love them so much. They are, like, the reason that people in the Star Wars universe developed hyperspace travel because they're these whales that live just, like, in the vacuum of space and they can travel through hyperspace just naturally. Like, they've got this ability and so, and they, like... But can you, like... They're really, like, nice and they got these, like, glowy things that kick them into hyperspace. They're, like, whales with tentacles at the back. They're very good. (laughs) That sounds really cool. Are they... Do they make sounds, like, whale sounds? They they, do. That's awesome. They're purgles. Purgles is what they're Purgles, called. Purgles, yes. Interesting. They're really sweet. I'll have to look into that. <laughs> I like that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So yeah, giant creatures is apparently my deal that I wish was real. And, and I, like leviathans and stuff. I like the idea because I guess it does go back to that thing of there is like more mystery and like wonder to the world than we think. Yeah. Of like, how is this like giant thing undiscovered? That's why I like Nessie so much. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. It's this huge creature that is just hiding and it makes you feel like the world is bigger than yeah. it usually feels. I think that's yeah. a very cool thing as well. I mean, considering the fact that there are so many underwater creatures in the ocean and things that we're, we have no idea. And then the there ocean was that... is enormous and it's mostly unmapped and yeah, like what... anything could be down there, which is terrifying. I don't like the ocean. And I think it's, I like the ocean, but I wouldn't want to be in it with all of those <laughs> <Okay>. creatures. <laughs> with, with, maybe that's how I feel. I don't dislike the ocean. Yeah. I just don't want to be in the ocean. The ocean's pretty dope, but it's, yeah, it's <laughs> good it's good that it exists but so, i don't want to swim around in it with the things that want to eat me same agree uh, yeah <laughs> yeah wasn't there something like a lobster or something or wasn't there it was a shark that was like 400 years old or something that was discovered like the specific shark like the individual shark was yes. 400 years no, yes it was maybe you. 400 sounds like a lot but no, it was you. something some kind of like ancient shark swipe left <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Thank you for the question, Claire. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Yeah, that's a fun thought exercise. Yeah, it really is. Because <laughs> there is a distinction between, like, yeah, there are... cryptid versus fictional creature, which we don't usually think about, but it's, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Yep, I just really, now, I wish there were multiple things that were I know, I'm real. thinking of all sorts of animals that I want to bring into our, like, pantheon. Maybe we should just, that should be our goal, is to spread, like, rumors that these things are actually real, and just see if we can get people to believe it. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Like, oh yeah, I totally saw in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> the last giant track. You know, of... when I hang out in the desert every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know. <laughs> well, okay. okay. So something with 
with when I was doing research for this specific creature. Yeah, this is cryptid. another one where so Jade knows what it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, this, there's a lot. This is a lot of pressure. I'm very excited. Okay, <laughs> good. Um, but I'm yeah. This it's a lot of thing. Like I have to be responsible for all the information on this, and uh-huh. so it's a little <laughs> bit intimidating. But uh, when I was doing research for this, though, I discovered this show called Animal X-Files from like the 1990s and this specific episode had this cryptid that I'm about to tell you about. It had some kind of like magic cow that <laughs> I don't know I guess they think that it lives for it can like live forever or something. I didn't watch the whole episode honestly. I'm intrigued. And then there was the other creature was like the black dog or something like that. Oh the so, one that like heralds your doom. I don't know oh, okay. because I didn't watch the episode. <laughs> watch the whole episode i was trying to get as much i was trying to watch as much as i could in the in the one night that about be my specific yeah. thing but i ended up watching an entire episode of grim so <laughs> which has a very like supernatural vibe i've heard good things about grim i have never watched it it's a little cheesy but i it's it has that same feel as like supernatural and midnight texas and i haven't watched okay we've talked about midnight texas before yeah it's back on now it. okay. it's they're all so cheesy <laughs> I feel like that's what you want out of that type of show, though, yeah. is that, that specific type of cheese that just makes it, like, like, it's not scary, even though they're fighting monsters, because it's just dumb. Yeah, but... And it's enjoyable. There's always, like, the... Is it the wrong kind of cheese? No, it's, it's good. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, a lot of people like it. It's got a big following, I think, but... Um, me not knowing exactly, like, what, who everybody was, and, like, because I kind of, it was, like, season four episode something. I actually wrote it down, so if somebody (laughs) wanted to reference it, they could. Um, okay. So, you ready? What are we doing? Okay. (laughs) Um, I was just gonna give you, like, a little, like, intro. Oh, yeah. Um, put you in the... have me guess. In the, yeah, kind of. Oh, oh, okay, you're just, like... No, yeah, you can guess. Setting You might actually guess it, but yes. So... Picture this, or imagine this, you, it's the middle of the night, and you wake up in the middle of the night because you hear some rustling outside, Spooky. outside your window. <laughs> uh, also, you have several livestock animals like cows and goats. You live on a farm. Oh, no. Somewhere in Central or South America. You're going to kill my cows. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. The cryptid is. Okay. <laughs> I'm just the storyteller. Um, I'm already attached to my cows that they have names <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> um... So you hear some rustling in the bushes. Okay. Um, John is still asleep. He doesn't hear anything. <laughs> He's useless. Um, you wake up. You peer out the window. And you see something. Uh, probably only like about three or four feet high. And no. it's running through the bushes. It turns back and it looks at you. And you see a flash of red eyes glowing at you. I know what it is. <laughs> and then you... It scurries off into the into the wilderness. Is it the chupacabra? It is the chupacabra. The chupacabra. <laughs> so you walk outside with your flashlight because you heard some really sad animal dying noises. He killed my cows. He killed your cows, Bessie. <laughs> and what you find is well, we can say that it's a bloodbath, but a lot of the blood was probably consumed. Oh. Um, each one of your animals that are dead have three puncture wounds. Three. Three puncture wounds. Okay. In their neck and chest areas, and they're completely drained of blood. Poor Bessie. Rest in peace. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> this is a real emotional roller coaster. <laughs> okay, Chupacabra. John, John's still asleep, by the way. Frickin'. <laughs> he doesn't wake up when the baby's up, either. <laughs> yeah, so Chupacabra. This is That's one of those exciting. things that I figured, 
it's possible that everybody knows, like, have has heard of the chupacabra, but then also it's very specific to our region, like yeah. southern, southern Central America, and then parts of Texas, Arizona. Um, okay, like the southern region. Yeah, I th- I consider it to be kind of like a Mexican thing. Is it from Mexico or is it? It originated in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, oh, okay. I will get there. Yeah, okay, sorry. Or well, I don't really the... know how how I wanted to <laughs> organize what order things. it was in because I couldn't remember how we did that. I don't think we have. We're not. You know us. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we have a structure to these episodes? Come on. A little bit. So I know, I've heard of the chupacabra. I know that they eat livestock. I know that they have red eyes. That's all I know about the chupacabra. I think I saw, there was an episode of a TV show about the chupacabra that I saw. And I don't remember what show it was, but it was fun. There are a lot That's of... not a helpful thing. That's okay. I, <laughs> I was, I searched chupacabra, like on our... Uh on our fire stick and there was there are so many like movies and uh-huh. tv shows and episodes about things i bet there's about, some really bad like it's all they're sci-fi all really channel bad. original yes movie. yeah there are <laughs> um i didn't have time to watch all of them i wish i did but i found that this is actually a fairly recent of a creature or cryptid really fair fairly okay the first sighting was a, a little while ago but nothing compared to like it's not like ancient it's not ancient okay. no okay when was the first sighting? Okay. Well, let me just start Get, there. Okay. And then yes. we'll talk about, I'll start with like the history and the origin uh-huh. first. And then, uh, then I'll talk about, I guess, more about what it looks like because there are at least like 40 different yeah. descriptions. I've got a picture in my mind. And so I'll be interested to know if that's like accurate at all, or if it's just based on like that episode of whatever it was that I saw. It might've been like the librarians. Oh yeah. It was some show like that. That was kind of like lighthearted, but they were monster also... of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So <laughs> this Originated in Puerto Rico. Okay. Um, the first reported attack, uh, they weren't called chupacabras at this time, but it happened in, in let me see here, 1975, February through oh, July. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so very recent. Yes. Yes. And huh. then, really, this is the only, these are the only sightings in this time period, 1975 before 1995, and that's when, really? that's when everything started really, Okay. I guess, speeding up. We had something else that was kind of like that, right? Was it like the Jersey, Jersey Devil? Devil? But yeah. that was still like... I mean, it was a long time ago, but this, like, that was thing a where like a couple hundred years somebody ago. Somebody saw it once and then like years later it became a thing, which I find so strange. You would think that it would, it would either like kick off the craze like immediately or people would just forget about it forever. So I guess that means it's real, right? I, <laughs> I imagine... That this is something, that's what I'm saying, yeah, it, it kind of adds to its credibility yeah, as being totally. an actual thing, uh-huh. but what I'm thinking is that back in 1975, we didn't quite have the means of, like, like in a small, t- in a small we town like in 1975, yeah, there probably wasn't a lot of that's true. It wouldn't get means for spread of news or whatever, especially on an island. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, um, this was like February 25th, 1975. There was a Puerto Rican newspaper that reported strange animal deaths in this small town of Mocha. And so So we're coming up on the anniversary of that. Yeah, we are actually very, (laughs) yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Especially by the time this episode comes out, it'll be closer. Mm -hmm. So 15 cows, three goats, two geese, and a pig were found with puncture marks on their bodies indicating a sharp object had been injected and then uh, they had been I guess the autopsy showed that the animals were missing every last drop of blood wow so they'd been okay so it's like a vampire type situation I didn't realize that it was sucking blood Mm -hmm. I didn't remember that okay yep gross so this is what they called it they they tried to okay sorry (laughs) they tried to blame the deaths on dogs but then newspapers newspapers started (laughs) calling it the 
El Vampiro de Mocha. So please don't judge me on my Spanish pronunciations here. So (laughs) basically the vampire of Mocha, which is where it was. Um, And then they kept finding um, lots of other animals. Like this happened for several months through July. So I don't need to go into... All the details. But this actually, um, they, they thought maybe it was like boas, like Puerto Rican boas, like snakes and things like that. Um, lots of different animals. So that was the original sighting. And as far as I could tell, nothing since that era or that time, they didn't, it okay. just wasn't a thing. Like, And so it wasn't even a sighting, really. It was just like the original like attack. Nobody saw... Well, the creature? people did start seeing some things. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then there was this man named Luis Torres and his son and daughter. They saw something uh, that looked like lights on a police cruiser spinning in the night sky. So then they started, then there started being a lot of UFO claims. Oh, I'm not going to go too okay. deep into this story because it, it kind of like takes it out of the realm of yeah, that's the different. general, <laughs> cons- like the general idea of what everybody Yeah, that feels. didn't become part of the legend yeah. really. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. And so this was just something, this was like the original this was just like the original sighting of something that was even like this at all yeah yeah um but then in 1995 that was where i kind of drew my inspiration from that little story originally uh-huh. uh, because they did a little reenactment in the animal X oh, nice. files <laughs> thing that i watched um and or maybe it was another episode of some other cheesy 1990s show reenactments that I watched. are very good um it this was in puerto rico again and this woman, she had eight sheep. They were discovered dead, oh, each no. with three puncture wounds in the chest area, and they were all completely drained of blood. <sighs> a few months later, in August, Madeline Tol- Tolentino reported seeing the creature in the Puerto Rican town of uh, Canavanas. I'm not going to pronounce that very well. <laughs> um, when, where as many 100 and as many as 150 farm animals and pets what? were reportedly killed. And I don't think this was like in one night. It was this just, thing is voracious. Yeah, it was just. A lot of killings in a, in a short period of time. That was and she hunting grounds. Happened to see something kind of walking on two legs. Ooh. And like creeping through the bushes and stuff. And then... Everything's creepier when it walks on two legs. Yeah. Um, so they felt like it was sim- the similar as similar to the killings in 1975, the Vampiro uh-huh. de Mocha. So that's what they were still calling it at that time. Um, so many farms had reported the loss of animal life, and uh, a lot of people had seen this across the, uh-huh. the across the area. So that's kind of the history and the origin. And then these things started happening in other towns and other areas, and so people attributed it to uh, the same creature. Vampiro de Mocha. And people did start seeing things. Um, and was it still, at this point, is it still in Puerto Rico, or does it start moving to the mainland? Uh, specifically, it was in Puerto Rico okay. at this time. But um, I think that what happened was a lot of people, it started happening in other areas, like uh-huh. after the, it started getting out that, like, okay, this was happening and then people were like well I saw something and this ah, is happening one and, of those and this and that and so I really don't actually know how it how it spread mm-hmm. um but see a now boat. I'm going out of order so okay so <laughs> let me back up a little bit um that's the history and the origin the etymology okay. so the, the where chupacabra comes in um there's a Puerto Rican comedian named Silverio Perez he's credited with coining the term chupacabras soon after the first incidents were reported in the press a comedian a comedian that's fun well when you break down what chupacabra means oh okay <laughs> uh, chupar means to suck in Spanish and cabra is goat so oh, goat well, sucker there we go 
so it's a it's a goat sucker essentially i love it yeah and (laughs) so that makes sense kind of like that a comedian came up with that i think chupacabra yeah so um, it's a very good name so then that's when it started becoming the chupacabra i think it wasn't until 1995 or so that that was actually that was actually what they started calling it um so (laughs) this is this is my favorite there was this guy that was retelling his his story of when he was a kid and he saw it and it was something that like he got a glimpse glimpse of but uh-huh. he said that it stared him down and looked him in the eyes and he said that <laughs> he was trying to find his words but he was like he looked at me and like he was the predator and I I, I was the victim <laughs> it was just like the way he said <laughs> oh, it no <laughs> I don't know I couldn't think of the word prey it was funnier when I watched it now when I'm repeating it, it doesn't sound as funny I love but, you okay thank you so uh, what does it look like. Yes, I'm. I'm very excited about this. Yes, uh-huh. and it, it's important to know what it looks like because, and I think it kind of it leads into like, okay, what could people potentially actually be? Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, the one that uh, Miss Tolentino saw was more like the first description I'm going to give you. Okay. Um, so a lot of people describe them as like a reptile-like creature with leathery green gray skin. Whoa. With large spines down its head and back. Uh, bug-eyed, three to four feet tall, and they walk, uh, like, bipedally, kind of like a, or like a kangaroo. So they're up on their haunches and their back legs. So, like, uh, what are those big old monitor lizards? The, like, giant, wait, what am I thinking Are you thinking of the ones that get on their hind legs and, like, run yes. really fast? Probably but something the, like Oh, Komodo that. dragons, that's what I'm thinking of. But they so don't. kind of like a Komodo dragon? Maybe. But that stands on two legs. <laughs> but they're long, they have really long appendages. Basically like a baby Godzilla is what this is. Kind of. Without yes. the breathing fire. Presumably, unless yeah. there's part of a myth that I have not heard where they breathe fire also. Yes, the spines thing especially was what made me think of. But they don't look like the, they're like really spiky spines. Okay, or like yeah. quills almost. But again, there are so many different variations what people actually were So seeing. I was way off from that original description in my head. No, not necessarily. See, what I was thinking of was like basically like a hyena, but with the red eyes and like spikier down the back. And that is... I definitely had the, like, mohawk of spikes thing in my head. Yes. But I did not realize they were, like, lizardy. Right? Okay. And so, yeah. but, the, but see, there, there are people who have seen things that look more like, like, okay. and I'll have that, I have that in here, too. So there's another description where they are more dog-like, they're smaller, they walk on four legs, they're mostly hairless, um, and they have a pronounced spinal ridge. Okay. So that's you're probably picturing more of, of what I was thinking. Like yeah. with a hunched back with like the shoulder blades and then like real yeah. thin and just kind of gross looking. Like that like haunches thing that wolves have yeah. but like spikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is one that I'm going to have to draw and put on our Instagram because now I want to draw it really bad. Yeah. That would they're be cool again. But you can make it like really cute. Too. I keep on saying, okay. Cute. <laughs> or you want, would you make it like cute really to, scary? Cute to cabra. Cute to cabra. <laughs> I'll do one of those and then also a scary one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that cute cutacabra. Um, but yeah, and then I was looking one of the shows I was watching, they were doing the dramatic music with like the drawings and the different like <laughs> as they do imageries and some of them had like wings and some of them looked gargoyle and some of them looked um more dog hyena like um but specifically because of the three puncture wounds and I pictured it this way and they did show a drawing of one where they have two big canines on top and then like a fat, lower and then like a lower one it looked kind of goofy but then also kind of cute <laughs> mostly kind of just goofy and yeah. uh I would yeah, say I don't scary. know if, is there anything else that has three teeth like no. that that's a I don't totally so. new thing which is another thing that I feel like makes it kind of more credible because, like, who's thinking of three teeth when they're making up a creature? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody thinks 
about those things, but <laughs> it was all based on the fact that, okay, well, it, there's the three, three puncture wounds. Yeah. yeah, because they were, like, in arranged in an upside-down triangle okay, is how yeah. it's described. So if it bit... <laughs> It was a good, it was a good Lorian actor there. Good little Thanks. demonstration. Very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad um, this is a visual medium. Yes. <laughs> um, so some, and some of them, they're like, okay, well, there are only like two puncture marks or two holes mm. or whatever. But um, one description also is that they had three fingers on each foot or three okay. toes. Um, with one long finger in the middle, big red eyes, bright red nose. It's like a beak, uh, long arms, no ears, and that smells like wet dog. So these are all these descriptions. Huh. This guy was, I think the one that's describing this one was actually some kind of professor at a university in Arizona that was like... Listing off all of the different... Or that maybe that was his interpretation of for okay. his... But he, his class was something like, some kind of like mythology or some kind of like... I mean, he was a professional. That's cool. Yeah. We should go back to school and major in chupacabras that would be <laughs> really fun and uh-huh. i wish that i had known a lot more different kinds of things i could have been at school indeed <laughs> we would have maybe been better at this podcast um yeah essentially they drain drain blood completely from herd animals like goats but will attack people and so sanguination yes um how do i know that word probably from vampire probably TV shows. From vampire tv shows i was gonna say that's exactly how i know that word okay oh so okay so they attack people. Yeah, and they're especially dangerous at night. That makes sense. So most things are. People would be warned not to go out at nighttime and stay inside, and it became a lot of like Don't South American. Go in the woods, Tommy. There are just so many different sightings. I'm not going to go into details about every single one. Choose the good ones. The good ones. <laughs> yeah, I think um, probably my favorite one was the specifically the one. Well, here's see, here's a picture that somebody drew. Whoa. See, there's it the is, red eyes like with a, the beak. It's a creepy, like, porcupine duck with a dinosaur. Tail. See, this is more true to, like, what that professor yeah. was saying. Where he with the long looks like a arms lizard. and the three toes and th- three fingers. Long tail. It does. It looks like a dinosaur duck porcupine. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty yeah. accurate. So that was one of the descriptions, and then there have also been anything and everything in between. Okay, if they've got they've got the three fingers, mm-hmm. and it's the three puncture marks. What if they stab them with their fingers, and then and then drink. stick their tongue yeah. in there? I don't know why I thought of it like that. I, but I solved just, it. I just figured like a lizard tongue. Yeah. yeah, like vampire bats do. They like bite and then like just like yeah, drink it as it comes out. That's really actually seems very very credible. I solved it. <laughs> But this is also more of what the the woman saw when she, in yeah, it sounds like the well. original one that mm-hmm. was lizardy because mm-hmm. I would not call that dog like at all. No, not at all. <laughs> Especially compared to so a lot of people would what if they were doing is actually finding and catching and capturing like dead versions of what they felt like was the chupacabra. Oh, um, so that's and I feel like if I tell you too many of what the sightings are, it's gonna go. <laughs> it's gonna turn into like what the actual like probable yeah the what it could like be explanations sort of um but uh, a lot of people were just were seeing these creatures um i guess if we're talking about the origin and the actual description i do kind of have to talk about like the evidence for that and like where it came uh-huh. from 
Um, but specifically then this woman, Madeline, Madeline Tolentino, she, I guess, admitted that it was like her, what she imagined, what she saw, what she was picturing was based on the creature called Sill in the 1995 science fiction horror film Species. Oh, Have you ever heard of that movie before? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. So this alien creature is nearly identical to what her Chupacabra eyewitness report uh-huh. was, and she had seen the movie right before her So it's the sort of thing where it was like kind of in her head and... She- so that's what she was, like, yeah. thinking of. Exactly. So she still could have seen something, but in, in like, in the dark. Yes. And but kind of, like, put it together in her mind. That, is yeah. That, yeah. Exactly. Like, her brain, like, your brain fills in the blanks when you see, it's like those optical illusions where it's not an entire picture, but your brain fills it in. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, she sees it and she's like, oh my god, that looks like the creature from Species. Yeah, totally. And so when she somebody was like, what did you see? And then she's thinking, yeah, like, uh-huh. I think we're basically, I'm repeating what I you're saying. I feel like that doesn't, like, <laughs> discredit her story completely. That's just a normal, like, what the human brain does thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So then there have been sightings of the Chupacabra um, as far as like many South American countries it listed a bunch I didn't feel like I needed to do that as well they got um, on boats they're traveling they have chupacabras to? I guess so Wouldn't Puerto Rico's an island right yeah you're oh, right. No, right okay yeah. I'm really bad at geography <laughs> uh or they originated in those South American countries and that's true yeah either way but see if some of them could potentially fly some of them have wings oh, or no. maybe it's one of those things where the chupacabra Nothing they have safe. they're endemic to Puerto Rico but then they have like a relative that is similar to them and that's they why they look swim. different yeah oh that's a good thing yeah like, like puerto rican ones are more lizard like and then their relatives on the mainland are like more dog like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like it and sorry maybe, continue <laughs> like you know like we're talking about like pangea right yeah okay. exactly all right <laughs> or they you know they hit they like stowed away on a ship yeah and that's how they got to as they places. do yeah i'm picturing one just like clinging to the side like <laughs> on the you know the like figureheads I'm picturing one just kind of, like, chilling up there, like, hiding. I'm gonna go explore. (laughs) I'm a chupacabra. (laughs) Chupacabra. Um, So, in pop culture, I'm just, I just put so many bad movies. Yeah, all the bad movies, a lot of TV shows, Mm -hmm. Monster of the Week shows. I bet there was a Buffy episode with the chupacabra. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Um, it's gotta be. Because when I searched it, it, it came up with a lot of different, a lot of different things, like, specific episodes of things. I really wish I could remember which show it was that I watched that had it in it. It's bothering me. It's not like it would be interesting to anybody else, but it's really bugging me that I can't remember what it was. We should, we could just look. I'm sure we could find it. Was it like a recent show? I'll do that show? later. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not interesting. I'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Animal X is what I was talking about earlier, or Animal X Files, I think is what it was. Or okay. Animal, anyway, it was super low budget, and they actually, but it sounded like they actually like, traveled to the places that they went to. Um, they did little segments, but it was, like, three per episode, and so it was, like, ten minutes yeah. per creature. Um, but investigator Ted Lohman, he was this guy with a mustache and an eye patch. <gasps> and his title was just Investigator. Investigator so Ted I- Lohman. <laughs> Um, but I, I him. <laughs> just feel like we should probably post a picture of him because it was pretty incredible. Like this guy talking seriously about, do you have a picture creature. of him? I don't, but oh, we'll, no, have, okay. we could, we'll just have to, I'm <laughs> I'll sure remind you because something. I really want to see it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to go back and just find some pictures because there's, there were so many different things that I feel like I could have posted. Yeah. That's a whole Instagram post right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Gr- Grim season four, episode eight. And so okay. it starts off by saying, and this is going to be really poor Spanish. Um, sorry in advance. Uh, Cuide se rebaño, nunca deje su lado. Cuide su sangre, el chupacabra tiene hambre. I got sangre. never 
and then the chupacabra is hungry. <laughs> yeah. Never go outside when the chupacabra is hungry? Is that? Close. Okay. Take care of your flock. Never leave their side. Take care of your blood. The chupacabra is hungry. Take care of your blood. Ooh. <laughs> so this, this, uh, their version of the chupacabra was more of like a shape-shifting humanoid. Okay. Like a, like akin to like, like a werewolf. Like a werewolf, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it was pretty like violent the way that he like just ripped throats open and Ooh. stuff. Spoilers, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, spoilers, the chupacabra killed they, things. <laughs> they had a creature, so they did reference the uh, Vampiro de Mocha, um, but they said that it was something that was spread by, like it was related to dengue fever. Oh, interesting. So it was something that was brought over from, I guess he started off in the Dominican Republic and then he got bit by a mosquito and then it made him very sick and then... So it's like vampires with bats, but uh, chupacabras with mosquitoes, basically. That's kind of a cool concept. Isn't it kind of... Yeah, I like it. It just felt like it was like pulled out of nowhere. But Uh they start talking about a creature called the Waldrior. Which I actually looked that up and I didn't find anything, so I'm oh, thinking it's just it's made grim up for that, yeah, yeah. But they did reference like you know the the Vampiro de Mocha, and they actually talked about some of the actual references That's that I cool. talked about too. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of bad movies, and <laughs> I probably should go back and find some of the sightings, but they're all pretty much the same. I really, I mean, there's nothing that's unique about any of them except for maybe that very first one where she uh-huh. specifically, you know, started talking about. Yeah, it, it. seems like they would all be very similar because it would be like yeah, looking out at night. If it, like, only comes out at night and it's, like, the person with livestock and their livestock is dead. Yeah. Or the one guy that got attacked, the guy that said he was the victim. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so he lived, though. Yes. But Has there I don't been think... anybody that's been, like, officially, well, not officially, but, you know, that people have thought have been killed by a chupacabra? No. Okay. No, just animals. That's good. Yeah. But they're kind of small if you think about it. Yeah, three or four feet. So that's, but, like. Yeah, and that's if they're on their hind legs. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm not scared of A little of bit smaller. Then. But I guess there have been dog <laughs> but they're attacks. they're killing cows. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Cows are very large. And this guy right here. So this guy killed a bunch of people as the chupacabra from the Grimm episode. Uh-huh. There we go. Yeah. And then somehow his wife got it, and then it was just it was So chupacabraism no, is sexually transmitted. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't understand that. I was kind of confused. But she also was some kind of, like, other creature. Huh. Like, it was, I think I need to watch the whole, like, show. Oh, like it had larger context. It was part of an arc. It was. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, essentially a lot of, like, a lot of the reports have been kind of just the police and everybody's just blown it off. They're like, oh, it's probably dogs or, Mm -hmm. oh, it's it's just this. It's not a big deal. Like, you know, nobody is really taking it seriously for the most part, I guess, except for the people who actually. Except for, like, monster hunters and cryptid people. Yeah. And Ted Lohman. Uh-huh. I don't know why he Ted Loman is very serious. He really Are was. You kidding? He's he got an eye patch. He really was. <laughs> and they had him like in this room with like, you know, those old computers that had like M- MS-DOS on them and stuff. With the, the like background. black screen with like green and stuff. I don't remember specifically what <laughs> was on the computers, but it was just in one of those like looked like a researching like, room. Like, oh yes, technical. And there were like two computers in there and the screens were like this, you know, like yeah, eight by six, like early nineties you know? <laughs> situation. <laughs> really, just little square but giant boxes and That's stuff. Magical. Yeah, I it was, watch uh, this show. It was definitely worth it to watch that that segment because <laughs> I was sitting there typing like, let me try to write down all this <laughs> stuff. Um, take notes. Yeah, but I I felt like that the Grim was not as accurate as I would... Like, that's not how I would think of a chupacabra. Mm-hmm. That's not what I would picture. I would think that it was its own creature and not Shows like that generally like. tend to take a lot of liberties with yeah. <laughs> their source material, so that's not surprising. 
True. Yeah. So, uh, a few explanations. Yeah, a lot of that overlaps with each other, I think. But one of the explanations, and Texas State actually, like, I guess Texas State University is what that is, actually did... Um, Oh, okay. Actually, I did want to talk about this specific sighting. There was a woman, and this one was the one that I think made news really big, like, more recently, like, maybe, like, a little over 10 years ago or something like that. But there was a woman in Cuero, Texas. Are you familiar with Cuero, Texas at all? no. I had a friend that lived there, and she was, like, she lived in this big house, and it was apparently haunted, and she had a a picture of it. And in the picture, there was, like, what looked like it could potentially be, like, some kind of, like, ghost or something like that. What? No, thank you. So when I think of... When I think of, like, Cuero, Texas, I think of it being, like, that small, like, the small town, like, old houses. With a lot of, like, mysterious stuff going on. It's like Midnight, Texas. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It just seems like like, a haunty, yeah, exactly. Like, that's how I kind of picture it. What part of Texas is that in? Is Um, that, like, west? Do you know where Victoria is? No. It's kind of, like, central. I think it's kind of, like, central slash, it's north of Houston, but, like, I I think it's, like, south central Texas. Okay. So I think it's still east of, like, San Antonio, but, okay. like, north. So it's, like, right here. Oh, okay. But anyway, that's where the big... And that's, I guess, why Texas State University was like, all right, we're going to figure yeah. this out. And then I was curi- curious mostly if it was near the coast at all, just because it seems like maybe it likes water if it was in Puerto Rico. Yeah. But no. <laughs> maybe. Um, this is a good lead into again, the explanation. I think I already said that. But... Okay. Specifically, this happened in Cuero, Texas, and there was this woman who uh, she had been complaining about this dog-like creature that had been attacking her livestock and she finally captured it and she said the blue hairless animal had been lurking around her ranch for years um when it was finally killed by a car she claimed to have finally captured a chupacabra is what she what she chalked it up to and so this is one of the more recent this happened in like 2007 okay so this is only what 12 years ago yeah and um, she beheaded it, and then the tissue samples. What? Yeah, I guess maybe she Lady. didn't. Maybe she didn't do that. But it was sent to tissue samples were sent to biologists at Texas State University for DNA analysis. Okay. And uh, they figured that the animal, or they learned or discovered that the animal was in just a Texas coyote. Oh. But there's an actual picture of it, <laughs> that's and so I can down. show that to you. Um, that's what Ooh. it looks like. Oh, what's wrong with that coyote? So. It's messed up. Right? It's got nasty black skin. It looks super nasty. It doesn't have any hair. Yeah. It looks super dead in this photo. Well, it is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's just its head, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's just a coyote. And so what Texas State University chalked it up to like was... A sick coyote, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. essentially sarcoptic mange. And sarcoptic mange? Which is That scabies. is crazy sounding. <laughs> Um, it's basically, it's scabies. It's the one that people can get to. Aw, poor coyote. Yeah. And so what they said, so a lot of people were like, okay, no, it can't be coyotes because no animal just like attacks and leaves these animals to die, right? And was it sucking the blood of the animals? I guess that one probably wasn't because it was a coyote, but. Right. And so that was another thing too, is that what I read on Wikipedia is that a lot of these sightings or a lot of these instances where they were finding dead livestock is that none of them actually had any necropsies done on them to determine whether or not they were actually like drained of their blood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think maybe they said that with the original 1975 account and then, but I don't know that they actually. So they maybe just looked like they were drained of their blood or like people had heard the legend and were like, oh, well, Chupacabra without like yeah. checking and it was some other thing. Yeah. yeah. And so coyotes do attack livestock um what they 
what they say, Texas State University, what they say is that, okay, actually, yeah, it's possible. There are a lot of animals that will attack livestock and things because they, um... <laughs> are you talking that they, like, attack them but don't yes. eat them, I guess? Yes, that's like, the word. Okay, yeah. Or this phrase I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah, they'll actually attack them but then not not eat all their organs. Like, that's, like, a thing that some of them just That's do. interesting. Which, and then what they were saying, too, is that because they were so infected with sarcoptic mange so it's something that starts off small but then it does eventually um it smells horrible one it makes the skin smell really gross gross it turns their skin kind of like scaly and black and thickened and they lose all their hair kind of scaly and lizard looking exactly and then they also have um like a weakened immune system due to it and so because in like a weakened state they can't go after their normal prey then they have to prey on things like livestock and smaller animals that are going to be less Difficult to catch and consume. Huh. Interesting. So that was what they had said. Um, And coyotes sometimes attack people. Have you heard what's going on in Frisco? That's insane to me. Yes. But that also makes me really sad because it's like, well, why are they doing that? Is it because they're more comfortable around people or is it because they actually are rabid or is it because they... Or because they've like, we've killed all of their prey and like... They don't have anything else to, yeah. Especially somewhere like Frisco, where I feel like they probably do have a lot of new new development. So. Uh-huh, they totally do. Yeah, my cousin was saying that it's up to, like, eight people now that have been yeah. attacked by coyotes. Well, one of the accounts was that the dog, like, the people were able to get into somebody's car, like this woman that got attacked pretty badly. Uh-huh. She was able to get into some guy's car, like, they, he helped her, and the dog was, like, or the coyote was, like, in the middle of the road, like, staring down at this car. That's so scary. Like, crazed. Doesn't that sound That's insane? really scary, yeah. It sounds like the beginning of, like, one of those, like, cheesy, like... It's like the birds, but with yes, coyotes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But actually, though, the birds is pretty crazy when the you The birds is it. terrifying. Especially when we get these, like, all these grackles. You, you've seen the grackles, right? Where they just, like, are just super They're thick on everywhere. everything. Yes. yes. Yeah. I don't like... Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. Anything that's like a small something that there's a lot of them that are going to attack you is so much more scary to me than like a large thing. Yeah. Because they can like surround you and you can't do anything about it because even if you like... Except for gra- beat grackles some are of them, harmless though. That's what they want you to think, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, I guess. If you've seen the birds, then it's... Yes. It's possible. Anyways, but that was chupacabras. all birds. Yes. And all birds. of the birds. was all of the birds. Anyway, so they, so that's what they were saying is that, okay, guys, it's just a coyote. But that doesn't explain, like, the creatures that people saw that were kind of running around on hind legs. Yeah, like, that one might have been a coyote. It doesn't mean that all of them were coyotes. So another, another, uh, like, conclusion that some people came to, um, specifically regarding the animals that were, like, drained all the way and that had three puncture wounds, if that couldn't have been explained by an actual chupacabra or an animal, then Mm -hmm. it's possible that it was, like, a group, like, a satan, a satanic cult or something that we're going in the classic satanic cult explanation yeah (laughs) has that ever actually been true i don't know i just i don't think that they i mean when i was reading about it i couldn't really i feel like there was a period of time where like everything was attributed to a satanic cult and i feel there can't have been that many cults Well, there was a whole satanic panic. You yeah, know? and it was that whole thing with like Dungeons and Dragons was like satanic. And was stuff it like really? That. Yeah. I had no idea that, that was that like that a was huge a part thing. of that too. Yeah. So yeah, so that was another that was another I guess explanation for that. But then nah, they were <laughs> I don't know. I guess there was really there was really no proof of it or no evidence yeah. of it. So that it didn't really. Um, then of course the Mexican hairless dog. The mm-hmm. and I don't really know how to pronounce it either. Um, Zolo, which Zolo, yeah, it's actually the Z, right? Zolo, it's a or an X, yeah. I think we I'm looked up so how to chill, actually like the chips, but that's not right. Well, that starts with X. I think it's the same. It's it's so here. 
I'll play it on YouTube. Because I think everybody. Shallow it's Quintly or Shallow. Shallow it's Quintly or Shallow. Shallow it's Quintly or Shallow. Okay. Yeah. They're kind of cute. They are kind of like cute, especially like... if you've seen, um, oh my gosh, what's the name of that movie? Like, look at that one. He's it's so, mohawk. like, ugly, but super cute. But it looks a lot like that dead coyote, it too. It totally does, yeah. Um, what is that movie with the little boy? Coco. Oh, Coco? Oh. I still haven't seen it. We actually own it, and I haven't. You really need to get on your movie watching. I know. That movie is so good. I cried. <laughs> I need to see Into the Spider-Verse, too. I want to see that one in theaters Everybody's been talking it. about how yeah. amazing that is. It's supposed to be really good. I never saw the last several spider-man movies there have been too many yeah there really have at least this one like this one's miles morales and it's got like all the different versions like it's not just peter parker's origin story again which makes me much more interested in it (laughs) yeah i've heard yeah and i've just heard some like really amazing bored of peter parker yeah (laughs) let's have a little bit more mary jane in the story please thank you right and spider gwen is in (laughs) spider gwen's in into the spider verse who is spider gwen who is that she's gwen stacy as she's like uh I think there was a movie that Gwen Stacy was in, I don't know but who there's that is. some one of the alternate universes. Gwen Stacy is the spider person, and she's got a really cool outfit that's like white with like a hood. Oh, it's a really good look. I I'm into hoods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I'll have to I'll have to look into that because I mean, this is completely off topic again. It's as okay. usual. I mean, that's but... what we're here for is, <laughs> is nerd talk. Talking about a movie that we have not seen. Yeah. Plus, I feel like my research on this has kind of been like. I mean, it, that it's was much my more than I knew about the Chupacabra. Well, that's like, good. I, yeah, and that and that's the thing. It was like I was like, surely people are gonna know about this. And when I looked up the Wikipedia article, it wasn't very long compared to some of the other ones. See, that we've that's done. a good sign. But it was, people know less about it. I guess so. <laughs> it was still pretty long. So I, I think that for the most part, I think it's something that it's just been like a Bigfoot kind of thing where people have caught glimpses of it. Yeah. Um, and it's so recent. Like it's not. Yeah. There's not like years and years of rich folklore about it it's That's just true. like a thing that became a thing in the 90s which is crazy to me but i think in hispanic culture specifically it's it's a lot more well known okay so i'm yeah. kind of interested in knowing like our listeners who aren't from like this southern part of the united states area or even this this yeah. hemisphere if anybody listens from like other areas I yeah wonder we've got what... new zealand listeners we i know do. that that's really and cool we've got some english listeners that's awesome, yes. which is really cool. So I just think it's something that maybe I thought was more common than it really is. Yeah, and I wonder if we have anybody... I keep on... Uh, like, probably, like, 12 people listen to this podcast, but if any of you 12 people is from, like, Puerto Rico or, like, Central America, where you know a lot about the Tupacabra, I would love to know, like, what people think about it. And yeah. do people actually, like, think it's real or is it more of a like bigfoot thing where it's kind of a joke like i think people just i think what they try to do is they try to debunk it because okay i don't count this as sightings and i don't count this as like reputable sort like a reputable like this is what the chupacabra actually is because i think that there is a difference between the chupacabra that people have seen that are is like creepy mm-hmm. and reptilian like and then there's a difference between like the coyote that this woman yeah had. because there wasn't a youtube video that i was watching too and it was talking about the different like the most crazy sightings or whatever and it ended up actually just being a bunch of people who had caught dead animals that had sarcoptic mange and so like one of them was a raccoon and one of them was a coyote (laughs) and and it's disgusting to me that they were like (laughs) they were I don't know handling those in the first place and like yeah that's not great and you said people can get it right (laughs) yeah I don't that's not good yeah I don't I don't know yeah I wouldn't want to touch anything like that but I think those animals are different than what yeah what like 
people's true like true sightings are yeah like people can think something is a chupacabra because they've heard the legend of the chupacabra and that like explains this weird thing that they saw and they could be wrong but that doesn't necessarily mean that there's no chupacabra like yeah yeah agreed they could have just been like oh this is what it could be yeah um but yeah that's kind of an interesting i got bored with that video though because it was it was mostly (laughs) just a bunch of pictures of of dead animals and i wasn't sometimes content is not good wasn't wasn't into that as much No. no But I think um, my favorite story is probably the one, the initial or the 1995 like account of it. Yeah, I think that's um, in fact that the idea that it does have like three adorable large teeth uh-huh. <laughs> that it sucks its own. I like that because I'm picturing it with like a underbite kind of. Yeah, is that yeah? <laughs> there was a picture. I'll have to find it because they were just flashing them on the screen like with that dramatic uh-huh. music I was saying with that yeah. one episode of the show, <laughs> and so I don't know where a lot of those pictures came from, but I bet you we could we could find some. Oh yeah, I hope I'm not because I'm picturing kind of like. Like, oh no, you're fine. I'm picturing kind of like a, you know how bulldogs have kind of the like underbite thing. Yeah, and they're but lip- then like in the just in the middle, and then the top ones coming over. Yeah, I really I do. I have to draw what I'm picturing. Do it before I look at a lot of pictures of it, and then just like see how it compares because that sounds fun. I do really also like your your theory that it uses its three long right? claws to do that, and it it's doesn't like have the, to do it like an under like an undercut. Ooh yeah, shoot. It's like the um, space vampires from Stargate Atlantis. Did you ever watch that? No. It's very good. We, like, are on different pages with a lot of <laughs> the, really like, are. the pop culture <laughs> shows and stuff that we have. But they've got, they've got, like, a hand vagina. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think you've talked about this yes, hand I vagina before. Yes, I think I have because it's amazing. <laughs> Right. But they, like, <laughs> stick their hand on you and it, like, sucks the life out of you. Oh. So it's like that. It's terrifying. <laughs> that it sounds really scary. Like, it's like your soul life or, like, your... It's like it's one of those things l- where they, like, suck the, like, life force out of... So the people that they get, like, really old and shriveled, like, they look like mummies, sort of. Yeah. It's one of those things. Oh, gross. Yeah. Interesting. I want to watch that movie again. <laughs> or that show again. I keep on telling John that one of these days I'm going to make him watch that show with me and we're going to do a podcast about it. <laughs> about Stargate Atlantis. About Stargate Atlantis, yes. Because I do own that entire series. Is it like Firefly type? No, like, not really. It's like... Is it more serious or is it more like on the like cheesy side? Or is it like Star Trek-y? Have you seen Stargate SG-1? Like the I original Stargate? I Stargate. Okay, anything. that one had sort of the tone of like the Star Trek TV series or something where it's taking itself fairly seriously usually until maybe sort of the end it starts getting a little bit self-aware and sort of making jokes about itself and then Stargate Atlantis was like a follow-up series to that branching off and I think that one was from the start a little bit more aware of like yeah this is kind of a cheesy sci-fi show so they sort of like play with the tropes a little bit and like it's a little bit goofy it it makes yeah Jason Momoa's in it oh really Uh uh-huh I have a friend who ran into him at a bar in what in Dallas actually. What? Yeah, <laughs> Aquaman was here. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, I he I don't know if he has a picture with him or anything like that, but my friend was telling me that he was like that. She was basically saying that he was like embarrassing her because of the way that he was like <laughs> he wanted to talk to him. And, and this friend of our, he, my friend of mine, he's very um he's very like thin and like. He's not small. He's pretty tall, but he's just also like a like a, just like a thin kind of like. But everybody would look like wayfish and small next to an yeah. enormous <laughs> yeah yeah. But I, I guess he was at some like dive bar, so he was probably that's magical. Avoiding people, I don't remember what he was yeah. saying. He was here for, but he talked to him a little bit. My friend did so. That's cool. I thought I thought that was cool. Except yeah, I always feel kind of like a like 
hot celebrity guy hipster about Jason Momoa because I knew that he existed because of Stargate Atlantis way before anybody else knew that he existed, yeah. I'm not really into the (laughs) muscle man vibe thing with the long hair. It depends on the, yeah, it depends on the person for me. Okay. (laughs) I could, yeah. I'm more into, I'm like... I'm into it. I'm more into, the, like... The specific Jason Momoa vibe is good Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more into, like, the like the bad guy kind of... I like, like... I was really like Loki, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. Better than Thor kind of thing. And, okay. See, I like Thor better. Yeah. I was, yeah. like... I was, like... <laughs> like, the bad guy with, like, a... I like me, a like... character arc. A, like, muscly dumb dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those things. You know how you have, like, types that you, like, enjoy, like, like celebrities that you think are hot, but you would never date them because they would really get on your nerves? Oh, yeah. That, sort of thing? Well, That's, of like, them. my thing is, like, the, like, the really, the, the dumb puppy, but, like, very large, so they would give good hugs. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. 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 I like, I just like the bad boy with the, <laughs> if, it, if they the, have, like, like a, a character arc, it's even better. Yeah, the, like... like sort of, like, sinister sort of type of bad boy, like, they're, like, clever. Yeah. The Loki type. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't think of anybody else on the top of my head except other than Zuko, but he's a cartoon, so I feel weird about saying that. No, it's okay. I get it. <laughs> I get that one. Also, he's voiced by, uh, the guy who played Rufio in Hook, and so I really? had it, that, like, that was, like, my first oh. crush as a kid was Rufio. Yeah. Did you did you know that he did the voice before you thought that Zuko was kind of hot? I think I recognized it when I watched it for the first when I watched the series for the first time. I was like, like you were like, I, I recognize that, that voice. voice, or I it was something, or sometimes I just like to know who does the voices for stuff, and yeah. so I just want to see what they look like in real life, and that's how I was like, no way, no wonder, <laughs> so magical, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, I'm sure people love hearing about our like so like our, <laughs> our hey, it's fun, like fantasy character crushes. <laughs> Yeah, I never got the Tom Hiddleston thing until I saw um, the King Kong, King Kong Skull Island. Oh, I and heard that was he's good in too. it, and Brie Larson is in it, and that movie is the most bisexual I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> are they like it's a good movie. together, or are they just they? Just... I mean, like sort of. They're mm-hmm. both just like they're being action heroes and very attractive. And it's, it's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. At the same time, I'll add that to my yeah, list. It's good. Yeah, is that the one with Jack Black in it? <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Jack Black is the one... The the older one. The King the Kong The older one. one. Okay. I don't remember what that one was called. It might just be King Kong. Skull Island. Is that the one with... Kong Skull Island is the one with SLJ and Hiddleston and Brie Larson and who else is in it that's... Like The Rock There aren't very... Like no, The Rock's not in it. Oh. See, that's a muscly guy that I'm not really into, The Rock, but I would love to give The Rock a is hug. Is he the one that's really into D&D, though? No, that's Vin Diesel. I get them confused every single yeah. time. <laughs> and Vin Diesel, also, not an attractive man, but... But watching him play... He's a nerd, which is so wonderful. I want to be his friend. Yeah. I want to be his friend. I want to be The Rock's friend. I do not want to be Jason Momoa's friend. (laughs) You feel like he's that, that, like, dumb? What? No, I just... I I want other things from Jason Momoa. Oh, I I see what you're saying. Okay, then. On that... Anyways... Back to Chupacabra. <laughs> this is the worst tangent we've ever been on. Sorry, guys. It's been a long time. Yeah, it really has been. And also, this is kind of like us catching up with. Yeah, stuff exactly. Too. I haven't actually. We haven't actually seen each other in a really long time. This yeah. is probably a bad like recording environment because we have too much catching up to do on like life, yeah, <laughs> friendship stuff. Which is apparently this is what we talk about is movie character. What else do you talk <laughs> about really with your friends? So. <laughs> 
next segment. Um, yeah, what were we talking about? I guess we were just talking about, like, the, the evidence of it, like, what, what it is. Oh, and... yeah, Stargate Atlantis was what, what got us on it, because space vampires. Yes. Because the, yes. Yeah. Got it. Yep, satanic <laughs> cults. Um, We've got to always, like, tr- retrace our steps back to the path. Yes. This is kind of... Okay. Just remember that you're the one that has to edit this podcast. <laughs> Um, but I do, I do, I'm, like, super, like, I love this energy. This is great. Um, so, and you didn't sound as exhausted, I don't think, in the last podcast as you said. Good. I felt, I I think I was just remembering the feeling of being as exhausted as I was. (laughs) Yeah, but you, you had good energy, I think, still. Maybe this is, might be a little bit too much energy for some people this episode. (laughs) It's very possible. So do we usually ask, would we be friends with it first? Is that the next question that we typically ask? Yes, and I have a very easy answer to that one. (laughs) And that is? I would not want to be friends with the Chupacabra. No. I wouldn't be friends with it either. They seem kind of gross and creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they have that odor. Although if I, we could, if I managed to make a very good, cute Acabra, maybe we could be friends with that one. I I think so. Yeah. I found this. chibi version of (laughs) the Chupacabra. Yeah. Like a, well, see, the thing is, like, you know, I, I, it sounds really stupid. I like animals with, like, fur, you know, like, creatures, like, with Yeah, you have to be able to pet them. Yeah, and so that's my thing about the Chupacabra is, like, well, if it feels gross, like, I don't know. It's got all those, like, spikes. Maybe if the spikes are kind of, like, soft and you could, like, kind of stroke the spikes. Or they could, like, lay them down. Yeah, exactly, where they, Mm -hmm. that would be okay. Yeah, not the, (laughs) not the lizard kind of Chupacabra, though. No, that one looks too scary. Um, Although, now, I'm... I play, in my D&D game, I play a ranger, and you can have animal companions, and I feel like a chupacabra would be a really dope animal what companion. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, okay, Dun- I'm sorry. D&D. I missed what yeah. you said originally. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. I really like the idea of having animal companion as just, like, a life thing. Yeah. Hey, that's why I chose my class, because <laughs> I have a dog. What kind of class are it's you? It's a wolf. A ranger. Oh, you, I literally... No, it's okay. You said all of those things. Um, I yeah. Over there. So the whole satanic cult thing was just like, maybe that's what it is. And I think that's as far as I went. So yes, that being said, <laughs> we've talked about that already is that we feel like it was probably more the original, like the, the lizardy, more obscure sighting type yeah. creature that is probably more probable. So yeah, it's like those were probable. And then people took that and applied it to just like other things that they saw that were like mangy coyotes. Yeah. 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 So my final question for you is, do you believe? I kind of do. I kind of do too. Yeah, like for real. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the idea that there are chupacabras potentially that exist somewhere, especially because it's this is like our region where they would be. Uh-huh, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm not like into the idea, but I feel like it's like more probable than a lot of the ones that we talk about. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And people just try to explain it with other things. Mm -hmm. But I think that's harmful because if you're saying, no, don't worry about it, it's just a coyote with mange, then you're leaving yourself vulnerable to, you know, attacks. Yeah. You can't prove a negative. Like, disproving one thing does not disprove the existence of the entire species. Agreed. Yes. All right. Well, that's that's basically that's basically it. Um, How do really we have, end these podcasts? I, I have know. absolutely I no idea. I think we just talk about our podcast network. Oh yeah. Okay, we're on the Not Saf for Work Network. We've got like a ton of new shows. I think since the last time that we recorded, because yeah. Rogue Pod is on now, and so. Definitely check out all of the uh, Star Wars podcasts if you're into that. Yeah, we're getting more, like, 
Star Wars heavy now, which is fun. We got the Imperial Senate. I feel Senate. like we've always we been Savage really Star Wars. Oh, we How's Annie, which is Twin Peaks. That's what it is. I knew I had seen oh, it. Oh, I need to watch Twin Peaks. I know. People love Twin Peaks. And I'm Peaks. super into true crime, so I really need to watch it so uh-huh. I can listen to this podcast. So. Yes. Anyway, I think overall, I love our network. Saf's great. It's very good. Uh, check out all the other podcasts, and please check us out on social media, all mm-hmm. of the media. Oh, and we're on Google Play now, right? We are on Google Play now. Yeah. It was quite easy to figure out how to know. I don't <laughs> think go. we're actually on Spotify, so okay. I might have to ask Saf about that. But so find us on any place other than Spotify. I and so and we're definitely on iTunes. Us. Yeah, subscribe. Yeah, we're definitely on iTunes. <laughs> review. Um. So yeah, leave us a review. I think I haven't checked them in like a really long time, but Saf said that we got some good reviews. Cool. Which is very nice. Thank you, everybody. Yes, thank you for the <laughs> kind reviews. If you have some critiques, like, I guess we're totally okay with that, too, but let us know what you think. <laughs> yeah, feel free to complain about how com- incredibly <laughs> off-topic we are all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that's part of our charm. Right? Just, I think. Um, I agree. And then we're also <laughs> on... Uh, we are on Twitter. Twitter. Instagram. At uh, Wonessy. Pod? I should know that. <laughs> we should oh, know no. our social media account. This is so bad. <laughs> so this I know for a worst. fact that our Gmail account is wonessypod at gmail.com. Yes. Send, send us, us listener questions, questions because yeah. that was our last one and we don't have any no, more. No, we've got one more. Oh, we do have one more? I'm into that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we are at wonessy on Instagram. And that's where we'll put pictures because pictures are helpful for actually seeing like what we're talking about. So you can see the like gross coyote r.i.p wait okay so we're at wonessy on instagram and on twitter okay and then the email is wonessypod at gmail.com all right yay so yeah check it out send us some questions and suggestions for creatures you'd like to hear about too. yes so let us know what you think yay thank you for listening thanks for your patience we're glad to be back don't go into the woods at night the chupacabra's gonna get ya <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know how to end it. <laughs> that was good. I like that. That was great. Victoria is like further south, like southwest of Houston. Yeah. That's true. That would work, wouldn't it? There are maps. Yeah, I looked it up when I was doing this, too, and then I completely forgot. Or I could look it up, because I also have a computer. Um, it's north of Victoria. Oh, no. I opened Skype. That's going to be going forever. Or quit. Go okay. Away. So it's, like, southeast of... It's between San Antonio and Houston, but a little further south.